but he told me he was going to go stay with a friend for two weeks. We're going to watch a bunch of anime and get high. Is that legal? Are they allowed to do that? I don't know. Watch anime? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Jews aren't allowed to watch anime, man. Um, it's not kosher. What? <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and join me tonight, I have our chivalry of Shota, Shotaro. Got a taste of this Punani Dasani. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Is that from WAP? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the best song I... ever? Of course. Waiting for the kids' uh, bop version to drop. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and our Zarp source material, John. Now filmed before a live audience. Oh, God. <laughs> See, you can't really... You couldn't have followed show with anything any funnier. I Listen, couldn't have. He the just... key to humor is just to be as lewd as possible. <laughs> okay, Cardi B. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you do everything. Just say lewd things. Oh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> God damn it. So tonight, Welcome to the Cardi B podcast, podcast, guys. We're going to discuss wet oh, ass Jesus. pussy. No, we're not doing that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who's wetter, Cardi or me? Okay, no. We <laughs> okay, no. I think we all, show. I think we all know the answer to that. Oh. It's you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so tonight, uh, both show and John and I are, are going to be talking about uh, our both love and hate for the isekai genre. But first, I want to get to a, I guess, a new segment we're going to be doing on the podcast. Probably not every single week, uh, just as needed. Uh, so, and this is actually something that I came up with. We recently. Uh, added a new channel on our discord server which you should definitely join down below in the description uh, for people to send us questions and these can be any kind of questions at all they don't have to be about anime or manga or anything otaku related um, which I think both of the ones that we got so far are definitely not otaku related Mm -hmm. Uh, but I am just going to get right into them so the first one we have is from uh, string theory on our discord server (laughs) Ask what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Okay, first off, great Monty Python reference, and second, you didn't give us enough information on this question. You did not specify an African or European swallow. And I would also like to add... God, I love Monty Python. <laughs> it's not a matter of African or European. It's a simple matter of weight to wingspan ratio. <laughs> God, I love Monty Python. We should do a Monty Python watch party at some point on our Discord server. I'd fucking do it. Life of Brian. And, uh... Yes! The Holy Grail. Oh, that'd be great for around Christmas time for Life of Brian. <laughs> I'm not the Messiah. He's the Messiah! He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy! <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, that's the answer to your question. You didn't give us enough information. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> this, the second question we have is, I guess, a little more serious, depending on how you want to look at it. Young Seagull asks, what is the golden ratio of thighs to chest size? Thighs to chest, seven to three. Show? I think, I think we should ask show. Okay. Show? Uh, zero to zero? Zero to zero? <laughs> what? What do you like? Well, he does like 2D boys. Exactly. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. They are very flat. And they do not exist. Mm. That's the best part. You divide zero by zero. It just doesn't exist. I mean, for a question like this, there's no one answer. It's very... It's very specific to your taste. I mean, I personally like thick thighs and a somewhat smaller chest. All right, but here's the thing. He asked for the golden ratio, all right? As we know, with human anatomy, (laughs) Fibonacci sequence suggests... Anyway. No, I was going to let you keep going. No, I'm just throwing... I'm I'm the dumbest fucking Asian guy you'll ever meet. I know nothing (laughs) of math. Like, I, I know that there's something called the golden ratio, and I know there's something called a Fibonacci sequence. I have no idea what either of those are, though. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think personally something like this is, is just a matter of personal taste and what you kind of like you know, physically with whatever you're looking for, whether it be a, a male or a female partner. Personally, I like thick thighs and small chest. I thought I had it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Kana, but I might have been thinking Kana. Oh, God. I'm going to have to remake that intro. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, as I mentioned, if you actually do want to ask us questions, you can join our Discord server. The link is below in the description, and you can put any kind of question you want in that channel. It can be about anime. It can be about about us. It can be about uh, random stuff like this. So, moving on to the actual topic we have for tonight, I mentioned it before, we're going to be talking about the isekai uh, genre, subgenre. Uh, that's actually something we want to talk about, it, whether it uh, it should be classified as a genre or a subgenre, or maybe even just a formula for a narrative. Uh, but it might actually be better to start out with what is isekai, like, it's all around us, especially in the, the last five or six years, but what exactly is it i mean i think the the easiest the simplest way to describe it is just literally any kind of story where a protagonist starts out in one world and goes to another it doesn't necessarily have to be our world because there's this thing called the reverse isekai where people from another world come to our world no no i don't believe in that that doesn't exist <laughs> oh wait a minute it doesn't exist that's exactly what the devil is a part-timer is yeah Wait, and gay. is that not just an isekai? So, I think we, you guys are getting way ahead of it, right? We gotta, we gotta tone it down for the dum dums like me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I definitely, you know, like textbook. What does isekai mean? It just means another world, right? Yeah, that's so, literally what the term means. Another world. With that being now out there, uh, I think like a when we do say isekai, though, we do refer to like someone from the human world is now mm. in another fantasy slash just different world. It doesn't have to be like, it could be uh, in the future. It could be something else. Like it's weird. Like Isekai technically just means a different world. So like if you technically go into the past, it's technically a different world than the one you are in. No, no, no. Cause 
There's an o- yes, yes, yes. There's a no, there's an isn't. Oda Nobunaga. It's one. the same world. No, but he falls down the ditch and he gets isekai'd into the past, and now he's Oda Nobunaga instead of actual isn't that Nobunaga. Just time travel. No, no, it's isekai. No. <laughs> He just says this because he wants Inuyasha to be an isekai. Inuyasha? First of all, that is a different world, okay? <laughs> Freaking whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's just any any character, as long as our main character goes to a different world setting, like mm. whether it's future setting, past setting, fantasy setting, whatever setting you want to fucking call it, then yes. Because there's also another one where like a guy freaking dies and he isekais into like this futuristic uh spaceship like battles game that he used to play it's like he's in a game but it's a different world because it's real now it's really weird that that brings up a good point though because like there's this the these stories about being trapped in a game like overlord is a good example or sword art online right but some people don't consider those isekai well, even though you are existing in another world, whether it's temporarily or permanently. Yeah. So for Sword Art, it's kind of like Dot Hack, you know, the earlier, mm. the original Isekai that I remember. Um, <clears throat> they're just in a video game world. So it's not technically a new world, but it is a world. It is a real world to them because their consciousness is in there. And, if, you know, spoilers for uh, Sword Art. If you die in the game, you die in real life. Oh, it's kind of like the Matrix. And oh, um, if you die in the Matrix, the you Matrix die in real is, life. Is an isekai. Actually, no, <laughs> kind of is because they're trapped in a digital world, and then until Keanu Reeves decides to become the one, and he takes the Whoa. the red pill. Is that is that what it was? Uh, yes. It's been so long since I've seen the Matrix, but yeah, technically the Matrix is an isekai because it's a different world. Even if it's just a cyber world or it's a it's world in a game, as long as it's a different setting where they exist. And they can. There are consequences for their actions. Like they die, they die in real life. I'd call it an isekai. It makes sense. Um, I think Show disagrees with this, though. Well, I have Sho a lot can... of disagreements on a lot of different things that have been said. But okay, so technically, you're right that on the basic definition of isekai, anyone moving from one world to another is technically isekai. But I think the spirit of the term is supposed to refer to someone from the human realm going to a fantasy realm and staying in the fantasy realm for the majority of the story. Um, okay. Once you start getting like half of the time in the real world and half of the time in the isekai, it's like, is it really isekai? It's technically yes, but not like, it doesn't well, feel like an isekai. I would definitely agree that I don't think SAO or dot .hack is an isekai, like in a traditional sense, because you're right. Like they don't, they don't actually stay there. There's a real world they can go back to. And well, it's kind of like Sword Art Online weird. is, well, at least the first season, mo- it technically fits the criteria because most of the story is being told in the game. So yeah, I'm fine but then, with that. But then after like volume two, they kind of okay, zap well, After out volume that, two, we don't so. talk about after volume two, okay? That doesn't exist. <laughs> we don't talk about, didn't you like Alicization? What? Um, For different reasons. <laughs> for okay. different like the gay reasons boy. that have nothing oh. to do with the plot. Um, <laughs> just the cute gay boys okay but also alicization most of the time they spent in the game so that also does not reflect anything um but yeah speaking specifically about trapped in a game okay this is all what about overlord this all because they all, stay in okay before i get into it i will like say that i i think trapped in a game is a very specific genre 
that yeah. is not necessarily of the same type as everything that is isekai. That's the first thing. And the second thing is why I believe that is I believe that isekai is not a genre. Uh, it is a plot device. So okay. literally any genre can use isekai plot device to tell the story. That doesn't mean it's an isekai genre. It could be a fantasy genre like uh, ReZero or it can be a science fiction genre like Sword Art Online. And why that makes more sense to me than calling it an isekai genre is because I think something like ReZero is so narratively different than something like Sword Art Online, even though it's technically the same formula. Um, because one is stuck in a game where you use game mechanics and you try to get out and you abuse the mechanics and you have health bars and you have <laughs> damage and you have like buffs and debuffs and like all this game stuff that is very intricately like ir irrevocably into the story that is part of the narrative as opposed to like just a generic fantasy like ReZero where it's more loose and more organic and there's no like you know trying to like hack the system or whatever so i think those are very different it's also worth pointing out that isekai can exist both in drama and in comedy i mean you mentioned re-zero which is pretty dramatic but you also have uh isekai like konosuba which is purely a comedy yeah mm -hmm. so i get what you're saying it's more of a plot device because <laughs> when you think about a lot of the isekai all you know about isekai is that uh, something happens, now they're in a new world. And that's literally it. Like, there's no other reason for it to be mentioned ever since because then now it's about the character just exploring this world. So it's kind of yeah, just typically like... typically the only, the only like, exp uh, not experience, um, exposure you have to the world that the character, the main character comes from is in, like, the first episode or the first chapter. And then after that, it's completely just forgotten about in the story. Now... That's not to say that there aren't isekai that focus a lot on the fact that they come from a different world. Because there's plenty of them that are like, oh, this world doesn't have stuff from my original world. So they use a lot of plot devices of like, oh, well, because I've isekai or I've been summoned or I've been transported or I've been uh, reincarnated in this new world. I can use my old world knowledge to yeah, that's, help me get that's ahead. That's been like the, the selling point of a lot of isekai from like the last two years, like from 2018 onward. You had that one about the cell phone. Yeah, yeah, in another world with my smartphone. Yeah. Where, like, the entire premise is, like, this character has a smartphone and they're just, like, a fucking magician to all these other people in this fantasy world that doesn't even have electricity. Well, okay, so first of all, <laughs> I read that, smartphone, isekai. Um, it's, <laughs> the, the, it's a stupid device of, like, yeah, I have a smartphone that has multiple functions, but it's not the main selling point of, like, oh, I come from a different world, so... My smartphone does everything for me. There's like more stuff to it than that. Like mm. as much as I, I agree, smartphone isekai is really trash. I don't like it that much <laughs> either. I still read it. I don't like it, but I still read it <laughs> because I am an isekai slut. Like oh, I, my. I read. At least you admit it. I read so much trash isekai solely because there it's isekai, and as long as they have an OPMC, I really don't care. So I'm just like, I'll read this trash. I'll, I'll sift through it. You know. <laughs> but um no i just wanted to, i wanted to talk about overlord and uh log horizon for example because i mean overlord I, I would... is an example of metagaming where he takes his 
out-of-world knowledge to abuse the in-world restrictions. Yeah, but it's nothing and like... the characters. But the thing about Overlord is that it doesn't really have uh, an actual gaming system like Log Horizon does. Log I mean, Horizon is very heavy. it has tiers of spells. <laughs> yeah, it has tier spells, but I think it's, I'm saying it's they don't look at things. Yeah, but it's more of a fantasy story than it is like, oh, hey, video game. It's just like you can apply video game concepts mm, to a fantasy world, sure. You can. I think that the main character for Overlord really likes to apply video game concepts like constantly <laughs> to the world. Well, yeah, because, but but the new world that he travels to, it's not a video game. You know, okay, that's unlike, true. Like Log Horizon is more video game because mm-hmm. they still have like they do raids they have like item descriptions on stuff and they follow like raid tactics about buffers tankers like and like you know just like typical raid shit if Mm -hmm. you've ever done a raid in an mmo it's log horizon plays exactly like they're still in a video game even though technically the world's transformed and they're still in tokyo it's weird it's a weird fucking thing are they on where you read it didn't you yeah wow spoilers (laughs) (laughs) no they talk about it's in the anime. Go no, watch not. season two. It no, is. it's not. Yes. When they go to the radio station, right, and they talk about the moon, they're like, oh, the game was based on old uh, Japan, right? The map is just three times bigger than Japan, but it's based on Japan distance-wise. So they actually had, like, stations and stuff. They went to that radio station that existed okay. in a real city. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's right, bitch. You want to wow. talk to me about isekai? Wow. You want to come to me about isekai? Wow. <laughs> anyway... Uh man, speaking of fucking tropes and isekai, truck-coon, man. Beep, beep, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Find so a you... more creative way to kill your characters. <laughs> show, I was going to say, show mentioned like, it, it being a plot device. I think it probably would be more accurately described as a narrative formula because you have these common elements that a lot of isekai have. Obviously not all, but yeah, almost all of them start out either with a a character getting killed and reincarnated or summoned or just like getting transported against their will to the new world what? and yeah truck truck coon is one of the big ones where a character just randomly gets hit by a truck i will say <laughs> one thing, thing i actually really uh i really enjoyed about the opening to uh slime tensei was the fact that they literally just have the main character get stabbed in the back he gets fucking murdered. Yeah, and then the last thing he tells his kohai was like, delete my computer. <laughs> Be sure to delete everything off my hard drive. And then <gasps> and then at the end of the first episode, the kohai actually does it. <laughs> yeah, and you see that. <laughs> and he's and like, he I won't little, forget he, you, senpai. <laughs> he prays over it. And then <laughs> in the end, I don't know if this is in the, the manga or the light novel or whatever, but... <laughs> It has like a little uh, like uh, PSA underneath this. Don't try this at all. <laughs> yeah, don't don't throw your computer in the bathtub, kids. But um, yeah, Truckcoon. I don't I don't know when it started with Truckcoon, when it became a trope. Like it's so meta now that there's even a manga called Isekai Reincarnator who goes around with a truck and just isekais people. <laughs> it's like worlds. Yeah, the plot is that the worlds make bids for heroes and they send these contracts out to this company and this company has to go kill that person to isekai oh. them. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. How violent. It's funny. It's fucking funny. Oh. But. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of ridiculous ways. It's just it's just a plot device. Like, we have the truck where it's like, oh, 
uh, there's someone who's about to get hit by something and I'm going to go save them and they get killed. Or in, um, what's that guy's name? Oh my God. The guy from fucking Konosuba. Kazuma? Kazuma. Hi, hi, Kazuma does. Um, hi, hi, Kazuma does. Yeah, like Kazuma's case, he, he goes to save the girl, but it's like, oh, you're actually stupid as fuck. You didn't have to do that. Now you shit yourself and died of embarrassment. <laughs> died of embarrassment. <laughs> and uh, there's also other ones that are like, God dropped a flower pot from heaven and accidentally killed you. Whoops. Mm. <laughs> Uh, or like, not, like in ReZero, what? I mean, I don't think it's even been explained exactly how uh, Subaru got to his other world. Yet. So, and then that's the other one. So, for Subaru's case in ReZero, he literally just leaves the convenience store and enters into the other world. Uh-huh. Yeah, he like he he blinks his eyes and then he's in the other world. Yeah. So that that that's one of the uh, Honestly, transportation ones. I'd prefer the Subaru case than the truck case because the truck case is stupid. Well, because no, I, I don't think it's necessarily stupid. If it had only been done once and it never happened again, it'd be like, okay, that's it. The fact that so many people hate it, including me, I think is because it's become a cliche. Well, it's just a, well, yeah. okay, like, if you die and get reincarnated, fine. But why do you have to die to a truck? That's not very believable. Because <laughs> delivery trucks are probably uh, maybe more that's likely a to crash in into Japan. you. And maybe this maybe, is maybe, really a critique of and the Maybe Japanese. it is. I mean, what's the Society. licensing requirements for a truck driver Oh, my Japan? God. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, my problem with truck kun isekaiing is that every time it's um, my problem with reincarnation isekai genre is that this implies that there's a higher being at play here because they always, not always, they usually explain that when you get isekai or when you get tensei you'll uh, meet God and God will give you OP skills or this or that. So it implies that there's an, there's different alternate universes and there's a higher world, right? But then they never usually ever go back to it. And I'm like, wait, you just got reincarnated into this whole new world. You have amazing powers, yet you don't acknowledge that there's a god out there that can fucking rip your soul from one dimension and put it in the other. Like, hold the fuck on. <laughs> like, also, I like I like lot... how though in Konosuba they acknowledge it and then they just take the piss with it because it's like <laughs> Aqua is this person and she's fucking useless at anything else. <laughs> A lot of reincarnation is not even reincarnation because they just get like, like they just appear in the world. They're not born in it. No, there are some that are um, they get reborn in the world. Like there they are, start as children. but a lot of them are not. Yeah, a Ooh, lot of them are just uh, like you were killed, so we're going to revive you as a they, kid. One where they one word the character literally gets reborn is Saga of Tanya the Evil. Like that character dies and then literally has to relive through an entire childhood. Yeah, and with the knowledge of a you know a middle aged man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just it's again it's just a plot device, you know. Like whether it's you died and you reincarnated or you got transported for f- whatever fucking reason, like you you literally fell into a, a, a fucking water ditch and then now you've teleported. Like it's weird. There's also like summoning ones, like um, God, which ones? What's it? The the freaking the hero was super strong, Tsue hero, whatever. Sure. I don't fucking remember. Bitch, bitch, you are the isekai trash god. You no, tell it, us. I know it's called Tsue hero, but it's like the cautious hero. That's what the English title was. Oh, okay. The cautious hero. Oh yes, yeah. I remember that. I freaking love the cautious hero because it was fucking hilarious. But that's a summoning type isekai, right? Where it's like, oh. We needed the gods needed help, so we're gonna summon people, and they have that trope as well. There's also the, the wrestler isekai, the one where he gets summoned to be a hero to defeat the demon lord. 
but he loves animals too much so he only wrestles people and then like tries to open a pet store and that's the entire fucking it's it's written by the same person who does konosuba the freaking masked hero one it's so it's it is stupid Uh. but i love it i don't i fucking love isekai because yes it's a boring trope Yes, there's so many fucking different isekai, and they're all kind of the fucking same, you know, with the truck coon and reincarnated OPMCs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what attracts me. And demon lords. And demon lords. But I don't know what attracts me to just watching all the stupid shows and, like, reading it. It's all not great, but I, I enter, it's entertaining, and I just love it. <laughs> I, You know, I heard someone once say that they they looked at the isekai genre, subgenre, formula, whatever you want to call it, as a deconstruction of fantasy. How? And I don't necessarily think that that's inherently wrong, because I do think there are some isekai that break down certain fantasy tropes, but I think that's looking way too much into it. I think I think it's more like accurate to say that it's just a different type of fantasy. Honestly, I think a lot of isekai, especially the ones that involve harems, are just a very cheap form of self-insertion to just give fan service to like a like a very basic formulaic fantasy just like no work like as a viewer like you can pretend that oh you know for no effort involved i could possibly just die and go to another world and then have all these women just like shoving their punani dasani into my mouth <laughs> and like that's great but that's also really boring i for for something like that because there are a fair amount of easy guide that involve or at least end up involving a male main character having a harem of women following him around i think there's something about like the whole um well you say a self-insert character which is true but like the whole idea of like the the male fantasy yeah of because so like giving up all your boring life and then just being worshipped yeah for, so a lot of the isekai no effort a lot of the isekai genre they always start with like uh whoever the guy is he's a loser in real life right he's a neat or he's done this or that like uh even in slime Tensei, a lot of them are neats yeah a lot like, of them are neats fucking and, subaru kazuma yeah it 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 shows not wrong you know it a lot of this does make it like oh what if you just died but you could go to a fantasy world and fulfill your dreams of being overpowered or this or that and there i i uh, i understand what show's saying there's a lot of trash out there that is just like oh you're a trash person but now you're overpowered and you get to live your fantasies out and it's just boring um but i will say in the case of re-zero it takes that concept and says be careful what you wish for yeah I mean, I don't like ReZero anyway, but... Uh, I know, you don't like Suffer Porn. I don't. You it's don't stupid. like ReZero? What is wrong no. with you? We've had, we have we this conversation like... every year. Yeah, he, he he didn't like ReZero from the beginning, so... I didn't like it from the beginning. Why? Because it's fucking stupid how Subaru... Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Because um, he's not an overpowered MC, that's why. Uh-huh. I need so you my don't trash like boys. Actual thoughtful <laughs> writing. Okay. 
thoughtful right that is like literally that is like my favorite part about re-zero because then like it's actually creative how he solves the problems it, it isn't just oh i call upon the power of the gods to solve all my problems it's like no girl you okay, have to use your but fucking here's head. the thing here's the no we're not getting into this <laughs> i'm not getting into this every well, fucking time i would argue i would argue that subaru's power that he has is kind of op because it's in t- instead of turning death into a permanent state it becomes a learning experience yeah but that doesn't solve the problem like he still has to solve you can have like you can have a million lives but you still have to solve the problem with no powers yeah but super is just so fucking stupid you don't understand how stupid he is he is stupid but it's interesting to see him figure it out eventually no you just like watching him die i do like that that as well all the stakes are like like a million miles high like there's yeah the stakes are high but i mean even if he fails, he can try again. It'll probably be worse the second time around. Yeah. Anyway, I don't like ReZero because I don't like That's Super great. as a character. You don't what? I don't like him as a character. Like Me he neither. Does- I hate him, but I love ReZero. <laughs> I hate How Subaru. St- I want him to die permanently. Me too, because he's such a stupid ass. Yeah, he's idiot. an asshole. <laughs> Oh, God. But I love the Why show. Like <laughs> That's so weird. How can you like? He's literally the big. Anyway, this because is why we're not I, talking okay. about Zero. Because... I don't want to talk about this. Okay, no, no. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, I love Isekai. I like trash. I like OPMCs. There are certain things I do dislike about Isekai. Um, mainly being that it's it's a very oversaturated market. And yeah, for sure, now <laughs> it is. There's some that are just like before they do like cool isekai intros like the reason you're being transported and they give a setting but there's other ones that are just lazy and they'll literally be like oops god dropped a flower pot and killed you sorry hey man i can't bring you back to your old world but you can live in this one. Oh, also here's 10 op power skills all right see ya man and i'm just like well Stupid. it's isekai so i'm still gonna fucking read it but that was wow. lazy fucking authors wow. that was fucking lazy yeah i like the idea of isekai i think that it's a fun concept but a lot of the time like you said it's very like they employ it in uncreative ways and there's a lot of uncreative elements and that's not i'm not like the the, just the pure idea of isekai is not enough for me to sit through all this boring bullshit but i think there's a lot of potential in the idea of isekai I, I feel very similar to how show feels. And I think that if we look at it as a narrative formula, you if you start with that, that's fine. But you can't just end with that. So you have to build other shit around it and on top of it and below it. You can't just rely on that formula to get you through. And just like, you can't just snap your fingers and say, all right, everyone go. Like, it, it gets boring after a while. Yeah, I would like, I like, for me, stuff like ReZero... The Overlord novels and Grimgar, the anime and the novels, use that like well, I don't know about Grimgar. You that's arguable, but for me it is. Um they <laughs> they use yeah, okay. they use the they use the Isekai formula, but they also have really good writing. So Yeah. That well, actually there's no but Overlord that should be an rest. and because that's double <laughs> double good things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I also agree with John that the market is 100% oversaturated. It has been for years. And I think 
because it's become this trend. And I don't know. I mean, we think of isekai as being a Japanese thing, and it largely is. But I wouldn't say that it's exclusively um, either. I mean, we talked. Have you heard of Narnia, huh? the original isekai? <laughs> Exactly. No, it's not the original Isekai, although C.S. Lewis did write that many, many years ago. I would argue that the original Isekai is Mark Twain's Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. Who? But but neither of you have read it, so I'll completely gloss over that. Mark Twain? Freaking, this ain't no Huckleberry Finn shit. Get out of here, old man. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, I, I think you can't you can't just rely on the isekai format. You got to come with something better. That's why I mean, b- before isekai like really exploded and took off. Yeah, there were some that I like. I, I still fucking love No Game No Life. I like ReZero. I like Konosuba. I like uh, the Saga of Tanya the Evil. I love Slime Tensei. Um, but you gotta you gotta come with more than like oh you fucking had a heart attack and died here's your op power and here's your random harem of generic anime girls <laughs> i mean yeah i i no i mean you gotta you gotta give me more than that so yeah i mean there's some that i i really like um but most of them are really really bad like but you gotta I, understand that these good ex- go ahead and finish your thought Oh, okay. I was, I was gonna say, like, there there are some out there now that are really popular, and I'm like, why? What has this brought to the table that others haven't done before? A good example is Shield Hero. I fucking hate Shield Hero. I don't understand why so many people like it. Because freaking Squirrel Girl is she a squirrel? Raccoon Girl. Raccoon, Raccoon girl. girl. That that's it. That's it. It literally appeals to this one little fetish, and that's why everyone likes it. No one gives a shit about the story. Yeah, the story is really trash, but the side characters are awesome, so that's why people can forgive it. I'm like, well, okay, that's okay. fair enough. I mean, if show if show can hate the main character of ReZero and actually like the writing, I guess you can. The other way around could be too. I mean, people hate the writing but love the characters. Yeah, yeah. but it's like. Well, you got to understand that a, a bunch of these web novels spawned off because, hey, this is the hot genre. This is what's getting picked up. Translators, or not translators, uh, publishers are picking up these stories. So let's make a fantasy story with isekai involved so we can just have the label on it. Like, uh, there's a trend even in isekai. Like, if you watch Death March, in Death March, there's a lot of cooking involved, right? And a bunch of other isekai after Death March decided we're going to include gratuitous amounts of cooking porn inside of our stories as well. Because that's what's hot and that's what's selling. And there's Wait, no there's food wars in isekai? Yeah, there's food war isekai. There's food wars isekai. There actually is one. But <laughs> that's not the point here. There is literally loads of types of different isekai that have every genre. But I'm saying... A lot of the isekai started having a lot of cooking involved in it, even in Shield Hero, and um, because Death March started doing it, and it got popular, and it got picked up for translation to make into light novel. So then, other genres of isekai were like, oh, we should add cooking too. <laughs> it's like, they just jump on the bandwagon, because it's what sells, man. It's what gets I will say, clicks. <laughs> I will say, if there is, if there are a couple of pros to this whole isekai trend it has been that or at least one of them has been that it's gotten a lot of authors particularly light novel authors 
published that probably would never have gotten noticed otherwise. And it's given them like something to put in their portfolio so they can move on to maybe other projects down the road. And it's like, Hey, I already published this. Give me a shot on this. Yeah. But I mean, again, it's, it, but it's such an overflooded market that it is. It's really easy to pick what isekai is going to be like picked up because I, I know what is good in an isekai and what's going to make for a, a quote unquote good anime, and they usually pick it up whichever I think they're reading. You were you were telling us like I think a year and a half before Slime Tensei got an anime adaptation. It was like, mark my words, this is going to get an anime adaptation. Yeah. Of course, of course it was. It has all the hallmark makings of a good isekai, well, quote unquote good, isekai anime. Like things that will make it have sales. But then it comes down and it boils down to like the execution of the anime. Like, um, what's that fucking, I can't remember. Oh my god, Maosama Retry. Uh, basically a shitty version of Overlord. Uh, the novel itself is not bad. Like, I like it. It's not like it's not as good as Overlord with the world building and all that stuff, but the novel itself is pretty entertaining. It has good supporting characters and the world's cool. And it's an OPMC, of course. However, the anime, utter shit. Like it was so bad. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, I like reading this. Why is the anime so shitty? And uh, you know, smartphone Isekai, that one, again, pretty poor writing, but it wasn't as bad as the anime made it seem. The anime literally has transition pages that were like, yada, yada. Anyway, problem solved. And I was like, dude, I get that it kind of does that in the manga, but you didn't have to gloss over it because it didn't do that in the web novel, but whatever. And (laughs) it's just sad. It's sad to see a bunch of my likable isekai web novels and light novels that I read turn into utter shit because of the anime and then people hate on the isekai genre even more there's still some good stories out there even if they're cliche even if they have like the same boring openings the system and the worlds are still interesting to read yeah there's a yeah, lot I of mean... trash but don't like put all isekai in the trash uh section in your brain there are some good ones still left out there yeah yeah but I mean when when you when you look at the season chart like you know t- pick your, well maybe not this year because this year is kind of fucked when it comes to anime coming out um but like in the past like last year pick any season i guarantee you there will be at least four or five isekai anime airing during that season oh yeah and what, well, what made me <laughs> yeah because it's Isekai's been the hot, hot new thing since not it's since 2014 yeah Girl, time is relative it's going... yeah man and i'm still 13 and what i've been 13 <laughs> uh-huh. for like 20 years Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> no, because so my the reason I, I was talking about, you know, yes, there's a lot of trash is because now we've reached the point in anime watchers that as soon as they see like people see, oh, it's an isekai, a lot of people go, Oh, it's an isekai, it's gonna be trash. I'm like, no, hold on now. <laughs> like it might be trash. You know what? It probably is gonna be trash, but don't think it's gonna be trash just because it's an oversaturated market and there's a bunch of isekai out there that are trash and they're bad poorly executed Listen, like there are still good stories man being an isekai is not a selling point but is also not a trash point so yeah judging you an should entire, introduce like... a show to your friend as an isekai you should be just like this is a good show this is a fantasy just, show yeah, this is just... a, like <laughs> or hey a great a great selling point for saga of tanya the evil is the fact that it's like a fucking world war one simulator dude 
<laughs> my friend introduced me to that show and she was just like psycho lolly drops nuclear bombs and i was like i'm fucking in let's watch this oh, no. <laughs> she literally has the personality of a nuclear bomb oh uh, and then you know it's a good show and even you know inuyasha is a freaking easy right? studio nut nut <laughs> the best studio name ever but inuyasha i liked watching that and that was isekai i didn't even realize i was an isekai i didn't think about it freaking digimon i love digimon i didn't realize that was an isekai either oh, like yeah. digimon, digital the best isekai so when people are like oh isekai is automatically trash i'm like dude you used to watch isekai and you liked isekai all right you just didn't realize it was isekai because it's not it's, it's now that it's popular now everything that is isekai is has to be trash but like it's not true those older ones that Isekai was never used as a selling point. Yeah. Ever. It was just a plot device. That's like, like what it was show Everything said. else about it was used as a selling point. Like, Inuyasha was a fucking shonen before it was an Isekai. Yeah. Like, the devil... It was a damn good one, too. <laughs> the devil is a part-timer is a reverse Isekai, but I didn't even think about it being an Isekai. I was just like, oh, the devil is in our world and works at McDonald's, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, no, no. McRonald's. 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 That's right. McRonald's. <laughs> and competing with that, KFC. Uh, I believe that manga is actually ending soon, as a matter of fact. Oh, God. I know. It's a lot of, sh- it's a lot of shit ending. Thinking back to... Um, I mean, Gate Gate is a reverse isekai. What do you mean? And Isn't that's that literally just a just... straight isekai? How's it reverse? No, they come to our world. No, we go to their world. Wait. Don't, both both happens though they okay, come to on, ours and we on. go to theirs gate happens like where we get invaded by them first but then that's we go only and for like them. one episode yeah it it technically i wouldn't say gate is a reverse isekai because they spend most of the time in, in the, other the world. fantasy world yeah okay f- fair, f- fair enough fair enough but like i don't even really think about that as an isekai as much as it is because it's literally just nippon strong like what the fuck this is just to recruit people to the jsdf very yeah, that was kind of conventional <laughs> honestly <laughs> it's better than getting hit by a truck i guess yeah that is magical true. gate portal that. that opens up when the stars align and magical bullshit happens like see yeah <laughs> see narnia had it right they went through the closet and that is the best <laughs> way to get into an isekai yeah just go into the closet and stay there get in the closet yeah if you are love isekai walk right into that closet oh my god and shut the door okay <laughs> and never come back please. out please stay in that closet please <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say another, I, I guess this could be a pro. I mean, it, I know we've talked about Sword Art, Sword Art Online not really being an isekai, but even if you think of it as, as an isekai, a pro that I can attribute probably specifically to Sword Art Online is it has raised both awareness and popularity of light novels in the West. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if I would attribute it, like, I guess, yes, it did help raise the sales because SAO is just popular in general. But I learned about it just because uh, Jason was like, hey, man, you should read this. And I was like, what's this? Web novels, light novels, what the fuck? And then um, after I was done reading a certain web novel, Mushoko Tensei, uh, I had this recommendation to go read Overlord. And I found the best fucking thing I've ever read in my life. So <laughs> I fucking love Overlord. Overlord is amazing. I remember when Sword Art Online came out, particularly the the first season of the anime, and people were, you know, 
were like, God, I want more of this because it was like super popular when it first came out. Yeah. Like people realized that it was based on a light novel. So they rushed to go buy the light novels or at least what was translated in English at that time. And then people realized, wow, there's other fucking anime that I like that are based on light novels that maybe didn't get a full adaptation. Let me go read those. But I, so I really, I just remember not, not a lot of people talking about light novels before Sword Art Online and afterwards I remember people talking about them a lot so I'm not saying that Sword Art Online is the only reason that light novels became more popular in the West I am saying I do believe that it is a big it's a big contributing factor okay I can understand where you're coming from but I think I really attribute more to like the fact that we live in such a amazing digital age that we're able to get source material a lot easier now that's true. So, I mean, especially with digital distribution of books. I mean, that has helped yeah, like, immensely. Honestly, before, even if you wanted to read the source material, you wouldn't be able to get it, right? If we think back just to as early as 2010, right? 10 years ago. It wasn't as easy as going down to your local freaking Japanese bookstore and having all the things you wanted to read. Because there was only select yeah. things that were translated and localized. You wouldn't... Yeah. I, 10 years ago, you wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine being able to have any freaking light novels. Right? Like, we only had mangas still. We had DVDs, mangas, yeah. Blu-rays, whatever. We didn't I mean, have if you were lucky, novels. like, you, your local Barnes & Noble would probably have a manga section. It wouldn't be very big, but exactly. it had it. But there were no light novels. Yeah. But and really, the only... Before 2010, I, I would agree with you. Probably the best way you were going to get light novels is by sailing the high seas online. Yeah. And it's thanks to people realizing like oh when we localize light novels and web novels we can make money you know and because of that mm. thanks to like trans as much as i don't like them I, ah, fuck what's your name jp translations was that the website mm -hmm. that went legit uh i think so something translations there was a there was a high seas uh freaking translator web group that had like multiple teams doing different series that was like illegal and then they became like official so they released like official translated light novels now but it's you know this is thanks to that you know the people online having a presence and then showing the uh people in japan like hey people in the west outside of japan want to read this like you should probably localize it to a different language and yeah if i'm if we're really being honest it's attributed to the rise of uh anime culture and stuff in uh china <laughs> that's really what opened japan's mind to like oh we can get different not domestic markets international markets mainly china in Southeast Asia. Yeah. And now I would say probably increasingly North America and Europe. Well, I know France has always loved uh, anime and manga. They freaking love manga in France. So do Brazilians. Holy shit. Yeah. And well, Brazil's huge. But yeah, I, I, I would just, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't necessarily say Sao was a, was a great, like, starter of why light novels are popular now. It's just more of we're in a better age where it's easier to get it. And that's why. Yeah, I, that makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, I I definitely think that the the ease of access certainly helped a lot. But learning that Sword Art Online, I think, was based on a light novel, also helped. I think maybe the, since they kind of happened at the same time. When the first season of Sword Art Online come out, was it two thousand and thirteen? I think so. I think it was two thousand thirteen. But anyway, um, I uh. I don't know. It, it seems to have been happening at the same time, but uh, I, no, 2012 is when it came out. Holy shit. Has it been that long? Wow. Fuck. It's been eight years. Holy crap. It's almost been a decade. Jesus. Ugh. Yikes. God, I'm old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if there's any other like 
huge pros to the isekai genre. We, we kind of been shitting a lot on it, but <laughs> I wanted to kind of end on a positive note. Well, a positive note is that it's just a freaking... It may not be its own full-fledged genre. It's just a plot device, but it's still brought us more entertainment, right? Like, we have yeah. more authors who make more things. Like, you know, the Konosuba light novels. Like, the author obviously now can make different freaking things. Like, the wrestler isekai that was super funny. Kemino Mask or whatever. Kemino Michi Mask. Fuck, I can't remember. I, I, I feel like the author of bo- the authors of both ReZero and uh, Konosuba can probably make whatever they want now and it'll get published yeah and that's a good thing you know we just it's yeah. more entertainment like as long as you just don't care too much about the fact that oh they got hit by a truck or there's some stupid reason why they get isekai'd who cares right it's just the yeah, beginning i think i think at this point if you go into any isekai expecting some kind of elaborate setup you're gonna be disappointed because i think all the creative setups have pretty much been exhausted at this point yeah, it's, again, to me, I care more about the world building and how it's executed, right? How much do I like yeah. the characters? How well is the story told to me? What's their growth like? Like, does it make sense? Is it a fluid story? Can I get immersed in this fantasy novel? Because at the end of the day, it's all just entertainment. It's all just fantasy shit that we want to read. Whether you're su- super into, like, boring, bland self-insert ones, or you're into interesting, like, character developments and, like, worlds, you know, whatever you like. And again this is just a net positive to me the fact that it just exists and we have more fantasy areas to explore more worlds to be in that's just a positive we have more things to be immersed into yes even though most of the fantasy worlds are basically identical yeah but I mean, you could say that about like uh every fantasy even in the western you know, everything's based off of tolkien right everything a lot of it is yeah yeah you're not wrong but it doesn't mean it's not fun to fucking read game of thrones until you get to the last book whenever that gets out (laughs) released uh uh, 2083 (laughs) but my point remains the same like well but like even in the anime genre i feel like the or the anime medium the fantasy genre of the anime medium not including isekai i feel is more diverse than the settings that are in isekai i I would agree with that too okay i would 100 percent agree with that i mean you take a look at something like um like Goblin Slayer, for example. I mean, yeah, it's got a lot of fantasy tropes in it, but it's also hyper violent. <laughs> it's about goblins, dude. <laughs> no, it's about f- it's about goblins fucking people, is what it is. Well, yeah, because in a real like life setting, if we had fantasy monsters that were supposedly this strong, like it would be like freaking Berserk, you know, where the simplest of monsters would be able to just fuck everyone up. Berserk is an, a good example of another like really creative fantasy in anime and manga god i love berserk (laughs) i uh but i mentioned this before but one thing about isekai that i think particularly is a great thing about it is that it gives the opportunity even if it's not stuck in the game uh for the main character to metagame or bring their knowledge of the real world to abuse the knowledge uh of the common knowledge of what exists in the new world and Mm -hmm. that as a gamer in quotes who likes to metagame in games and abuse mechanics to get unfair advantages don't come at me i can relate (laughs) (laughs) i can't imagine why more people don't want to play games with you (laughs) 
I'm so lonely. If, if you really like that type of stuff, um, Korean webtoons, like webcomics, and uh, they're not not manhwa, but like, I don't know. Yeah, they're just Say like, it right. Say it right. Manhwa. Oh, dear. Manhwa. <laughs> uh, no, like uh, the Korean web novels. They have, uh, for some reason, they're, they're super into like game genre web mm-hmm. novels. Um, but I like them. There's a couple that I really like. I'm reading one currently called Overgeared. And it's just, it's not like a isekai. It's just, they play, they have full dive. It's full dive, uh, gaming. There's no real world consequences, but it's, uh, really good. There's a lot of game mechanics in it. And there's a lot of character growth for the main character. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny to watch, but he, (laughs) I don't want to spoil too much, but if you like that type of stuff, like the gaming mechanics stuff, check, definitely check out Korean, uh, web novels. Mm Mm-hmm. And also legendary moonlight sculptor and, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. And also just the idea of metagaming uh, allows for a lot of complicated mind games or like complicated uh, use of, you know, planning and tactics and strategy to get something to work. So I really like that aspect that is that is possible or is, uh, yeah, is possible by this uh, plot device of Isekai. So, I'm kind of surprised you don't like the Slime Tensei anime. I just isn't that just a harem? No, because it's it, it what it is is essentially watching a really good player play a game of Civ. Listen, I don't <laughs> in a like fantasy Slime world. Tensei because the main character is not hot. Okay, you've clearly never seen his human form. I have. That's uh. not hot. <laughs> First of all, how dare you look at Rimuru-sama with those lewd <laughs> eyes, okay? He slash she is just meant to be king of the, the monsters, okay? Do not lewd the king. Uh, <laughs> second of all, I didn't really have a second point. I just, wow. <laughs> I like Slime Tensei because the anime was really well executed. Like, it's so fucking pretty. I love the system with the sage. Um we're gonna we're gonna ignore the part with the the orc army that was not good. Yeah, that was. Mm. But I mean, that was such a minor role in the overall story anyway. Like, I'm, it was really just really bad CG though. Well, season two with like what actually the real story in season two when it comes to the demon lord arc, that's like where it gets hype. So who cares? <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> I just like how like so much of the first season is lined to say it's literally just him in an early game of Civ basically yeah but anyway just building cities and forming alliances anyway i think we've prattled on long enough about this uh my final thoughts is most important question oh my god should isekai be purged no yes (laughs) what no just gotta find the diamond in the rough man like i would Sure, we get like 50 shitty isekai per one decent isekai, but I'd, I'd rather have that than no good isekai, okay? Do you know, no, you know what? No, it shouldn't be purged. Do you know why? We've gotten a second season of fucking ReZero. We've gotten a second season and a fucking movie of Konosuba. We got a, we're getting a fucking second season of regular Magic High School. Do you know what we're not getting? A fucking second season of No Game, No Life. Fuck you, Madhouse. <laughs> never gonna True. happen never gonna happen it's like the fucking white whale of anime have you seen the second season of no game no life no neither have i because it doesn't fucking exist yet 
Yeah, Overlord got three seasons. Log Horizon got two seasons. <laughs> I think though, I think though, seeing the second and third season, and I'm assuming I think they're making a fourth season at Madhouse of Overlord. I think now we know why Madhouse doesn't make additional seasons of the anime that they make because it gets way worse. Holy shit! Listen, it was always uh, maybe bad. we we always made that joke before about Madhouse not being able to count past one. Maybe there was a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean. Yeah, it's it's oversaturated, but yeah, John's right. You just got to find the diamonds in the rough. Every so often, one really good one will come out, and I was kind of off the isekai thing, and then until a Slime Tensei came out, and I fucking fell in love with Slime Tensei, mostly because John was say, kept bugging me at, while it was originally airing, saying, you need to give this a shot. I think you'll like it. You need to give this a shot. I'm like, okay. <laughs> because you hated isekai. after three isekai. episodes, I came back, and I'm like, holy shit, you John, hated this is isekai amazing. So much. You're like, oh, I fucking hate isekai. You're one of those kids who are like, oh, it's an isekai? It's probably <laughs> shitty. I was like, no. How don't you dare have that? No. <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. Isekai's good. I just I, I just remember coming back to you were like, holy shit, John, this is so good. And and I it was on a voice call, so I couldn't see you, but uh, I could just hear you going just smugly smiling, like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm you <laughs> that's bitch. Right. I'm the SAR source material for a fucking reason. Yeah, that's that's about it. That's that's our thoughts on, on Isekai. Um it's probably never going away. Ugh. Burn it with fire. Yes. So thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. Check out the description below to find us on other platforms, on social media, and our Discord server. Check out our merch store for cool shirts, stickers, and more. We also have some affiliate links below where you can buy Camp Buddy. It really helps us out when you click those links. And with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Remember to lock your closets. <laughs> what? Hey, John. What? Ah. I-